All right, hey everybody. How's it going? Hey, I'm uh, I'm Jared. That's Steve. This is uh, episode numero uno of Burns Offerings. Welcome. I think we're about eight eight years in. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, you know what's uh, I don't know what's been going on. Uh, not much, man. Just uh, you know, listening to Sludge, uh, drinking beer. Watching horror movies. You are all about sludge. Yeah, it's kind of a thing I do. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, pretty much, I, I don't know. I've just been working. I don't know. I, yeah, pretty much just working. I haven't really been doing anything. <laughs> I do that, too. about it. Yeah, I do that, too. Uh, work. And then I listen to sludge and drink beer and eat snacks. See, I got the I got the upside that my job I can listen to music, I can watch movies, I can pretty much do anything I want. I guess music and movie wise <laughs> while I work. Living the dream, man. Uh the, the close enough for me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could do that, but unfortunately I can't. Uh but I still enjoy life to the fullest anyway. The best I can. You got to get uh, what is it? What's it? who's that guy from like the nineties? He did like the motivational speaking, and he was like the super tall dude. Did he have a ponytail? I don't think he did. I don't think he had a ponytail. But he was in a. Uh, he did like a guest appearance in like Shallow Hell. Oh, I don't know, man. God, you need to get one of his books. Okay. Okay. Tony Little. Tony Little. Is that it? Yeah, did he do workout equipment too? Maybe I'm thinking either you're thinking of the wrong guy or I'm thinking of the wrong guy. <laughs> Probably. He did not do workout equipment. You're thinking of the like the the, the gazelle guy? Fucking ponytail? Yeah, with the ponytail, him. yeah. Just nothing something not right about him. Yeah, no, he's uh sketchy, kinda. <laughs> he was really motivated though. I'm gonna say he was really coked out. Yeah, I think he was too, man. Hence the bright pink hat and the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> running on workout equipment. Yeah. Okay, but uh, let's get. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to talk about first? Well, I, I think you got some uh, some plugs that you want to well, get to. Uh, I guess kind of one. Uh, it could be. It could be one plug that kind of segues into another topic. Um, this upcoming weekend, um, one of the last, actually, might be the last benefits. To help out the precinct, throwing a grind fest, and um, it's gonna be a good time. Stack bill. There's like 12 bands. Shit life's making their triumphant return, and actually they just put out their album that was what four years in the fucking making. Oh, it's nice. Got, just finally got released. Um, Grave shitter. It's basically an, uh, an album mixed with just it's made entirely up of like four to five year old songs. Yeah, <laughs> and the artwork is killer too. Yeah, I don't know who did that, but it's really fucking good. I gotta talk to Zach about that. But yeah, they're gonna be there. Um, bunch of killer out of state bands are gonna be there. Uh, my band Barabbas is gonna be making their really I I'm gonna call it now sloppy debut. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but one of the uh, the bands that they, I was. Ex- uh, any anybody anybody who who's in the grind, and if you claim you're in the grind and don't know Pizza High Five, you're you're really not in the grind. You're into I don't know what you're into, but it's not grind. But yeah. Anyway, they've been going at it for fuck damn near a decade, if not more, and they were like, uh, they basically showed you how work should be done, 
yeah. as a band. Like a solid, solid material, solid output, always on the fucking road. I mean, they 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 put their work in, but yeah, they called they called it quits, man. So moment of silence for fucking pizza high five, calling it quits. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. I'll drink <laughs> to that. I don't know the I don't know the reasoning yet. I'm sure some of my friends out there know it. I just haven't heard it from them. But yeah, you know they they're done. That kind of actually it kind of bums me out. Not gonna lie. Yeah, um, you've played pizza high five for me quite a few times and. Those dudes, they shred, man. Yeah, like it's legit two piece. Seeing their live shows even better because uh, Trashy has the gift of gab. And he can fucking tell some jokes in between songs, it's, tell some good stories. It's a plus, yeah. I, I was good. actually looking forward to seeing them live too, man. Dude, so was I. It's been a minute since I saw them, so I was definitely looking forward to seeing them again. But the bill is still stacked, though, and there's a lot of good bands. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a fun one. Um, I wanted to get into uh, a movie that we watched. Uh, Welcome to Spring Break. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, killer slasher movie. Um, if you like wet t-shirt contests, beaches, and a slasher killer on a motorcycle that kills people via electrocution. Dude, the electrocution cycle. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty cool. He almost like microwaves his victims. I I I just I really want to know. I want to see this. Uh, the, I want to see the schematics of this bike because he has the button, <laughs> the button on the gas tank that electrocutes the person sitting behind him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's a mystery, but uh, the the motorcycle looks super cool, and the kills are super electrifying. Pun intended. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely check that movie out if you've never seen it. I think it came out in like 88. Uh, I'd have to look up the actual date, but I want to say it's around there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a spring break movie from the eighties. Um, I dug it. I thought it was pretty cool and a similar movie as far as the slasher killer goes is night school and i think jared should actually be the killer from that movie for halloween this year <laughs> uh you know because he has a bike motorcycle and uh black clad helmet curved knife it's the best i i mean my helmet isn't exactly but if you if i went just with my helmet i would just have to get the curved knife yeah just get the curved <laughs> knife and like a vr troopers helmet or something I think you'd be good, man. You know, leather. I'll just have to get like a crotch rocket, like that type of helmet, instead of like the the old school like I want to have. Hey, whatever, man. We'll make it work. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we it. We can make this happen. Yeah, yeah. I think we will, too. Um, now, you mentioned something about violent shit. Oh, yeah. You know, I can, we could probably get into that. Just start, I'll start going over the releases that are coming out. Why not? Um, yeah, there's the, uh, so, uh, Violent Shit, anybody knows that movie, awesome, awesome German, uh, low-budget SOV films, well, at least some of them were, uh, it's getting full release by Synops Films, and see if I can pull up the info that I have on all of their releases and what's going to be on them. Let's yeah. See, let's see what the, let's see what it says. It's coming out. Actually, I don't even have it written down when it's coming out, but you know, whatever, we're going to get to it. I actually own the box set. 
I do not. Video violence box set. Yeah, completely different. <laughs> I try to fit in. Uh, but yeah, video violence, awesome SOV. Um, we're talking about violent shit. We are talking about violent shit. Different, different, same words. Yeah, I own none of those, but you have pretty much all of them, don't you? Yeah, I have all of them except for violent shit, the movie. They just came out not too long ago. I don't have that. Yeah. But okay, so here's uh here's what I got. It's gonna be it's gonna be released on April eleventh. Uh it's fine film five film collectors shitition. Nice. <laughs> Contains remastered vil- versions of the first three shit flicks plus violent shit four point Carl the Butcher vs. Axe. And where they brought their uh screen villains together. Yeah, uh yeah, Schnaz and Tim Rose. Um, I, I know I just butchered his name, but I don't care. Uh, also included is the English dub version of Zombie 90 Extreme Pestilence, which that's a nice plus. Killer. And uh, uh, Violent Shift 4, Carl the Butcher trailer, behind the scenes. Let's see. And then it just kind of goes into the synopsis of all the films. But basically, it's going to be all the films. It's going to have uh, some extras to it. And April 11th, I'm actually. I'd, I'd I'd actually pick it up. I would. I mean, it's Synapse. I mean, you gotta support local. They're from Michigan. Yeah. Definitely gonna be something worth picking up. Uh, then I guess I'll go in my other the other release that I was kind of talking about, which was the movie called Devil's Candy that's coming out, which kind of piqued my interest a little bit. And the reason it piqued my interest is uh, it's done by the his name's fucking. I'm I'm blanking on his name right now, but it's the guy who did the loved ones. He's from Australia. Okay. Let's see if I can get my notes here real quick. I thought I was gonna have more time for this, Steve. God damn it. Well, no. if it piques your interest, it definitely <laughs> piques mine. So. Okay, Sean Sean Byron. He did the loved ones, which uh, a movie that came out a few years back. But he's doing a movie called Devil's Candy, and it's a. Uh, it's almost like a, a heavy metal esque horror film, and those those type of movies are always gonna get, I'm always gonna have an interest in them, and I'm always gonna want to check them out. And I I know when they come out nowadays, it's I'm not gonna I may like the movie, I'm gonna fucking hate if they try throwing in like legit band aspects to it because it's gonna be really shitty bands in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean like. Like who's who's this one? It's it's gonna be uh March. It's through IFC Films. It's gonna be coming out March seventeenth on uh, VOD. And um, basically, it's a diehard metalhead and struggling artist Jesse moves with his wife and daughter to a middle of nowhere Texas town, unaware that the new house they got for an unbelievably unbelievable deal comes with a grisly history. Disturbing demonic goings on culminate with the appearance of Ray. He's the homeowner's resident and he's here to do the devil's bidding. And this is like, done right and done by that director, I'd give it a shot. But the soundtrack's going to include Metallica, Slayer, and Pantera. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to (laughs) say the Metallica, I guarantee, is going to be Really shitty Metallica. Well, for those out there who don't understand Jared's <laughs> definition of shitty Metallica, please uh, 
inform us of what Dude, okay, shitty Metallica is. If Cliff Burton didn't have anything to do with it, shitty, and I'll even cut that down a little bit because the only albums I honestly listen to a lot are the first two. I don't have anything against like Master Puppets and uh, I guess somewhat of uh, Justice for All, but it's it's the first two that are those to me are like staple. They don't get better than that. They peaked. They peaked at Ride the Lightning. Yes. Kind of started dropping a little bit. Like Master Puppets is all right. It, and then like you could see where they were going with Injustice. You could see where the Black Album was coming. And and <laughs> I let me just um, add in there that uh, Jared's my friend, and it's very tough <laughs> for me sometimes to. Uh, hey. Jam Metallica with them because uh, we were limited to two albums. Maybe some Garage Days stuff too. Hey, like I'm not, like I'm, some Diamond Head covers and if, if we're here, if we're here like drinking beer, just hanging out, like watching movies or whatever. You want to throw on like Master Puppets? You want to throw on Justice for All? I'm I'm cool with it. You can do that, but you go past you go past like Justice for All. I I might I might leave. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that, and don't even get us started on Pantera. Yeah, I was gonna go to that one last because I was gonna mention Slayer next. Okay. I guarantee the, they're not gonna play good Slayer either. But you know me on Slayer, if it's not like, beef, like Rain and Blood and Back, I don't think it's good Slayer. Yeah. Well, I'm a little more uh, liberal when it comes to uh, the the, the Dude, Slayer albums. I know I'm gonna. Anybody listen to this is gonna. The people are gonna give me shit. They're like the true, like the true metal people who, if we listen to this, are gonna think I'm a fucking asshole. No, and not at all. What I'm talking about, but honestly, I don't come from that background. So if it's not like super thrashy and really dirty, and I'm, I'm not digging it. It's yeah, so it's Hella Waits or bust. <laughs> Dude, Hella Waits, Haunting <laughs> Chapel. We'll get into those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are classics for sure. And then yeah, like Pantera, like I, dude, I got like a couple friends that actually really like it, which a few of them are my cousin. So I don't say a lot, but I mean, people who know me know how I feel about that band. I, I can't take them seriously. Phil Salmo is just a joke in general. He's just a joke of a human being. Yeah, he's <laughs> turned out to be kind of a, a tool bag. And I honestly don't know what's worse. Like him, who I feel represents that fucking band in general, or their fan base. That's a combination of both, probably. Um, they were, uh, I listened to him growing up, you know, but once I seen how Phil, you know, really was, and, you know, the fan base, like you said, I, I lost interest, so. Like, our friend's band played uh, House Core Horror Fest and stayed at his house. And they said, like, oh, he's a cool dude. And, like, you wouldn't believe, like, the fucking – he has just a staple to his wall, like, original one sheets. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool and all. And I'm sure he has, like, some cool interests. Uh, but he's an asshole. Like, he is. Yeah. You can't cover it up. You, you can't do just dumb shit and be like, oh, this is a fucking joke. Yeah, well, jokes get old. Yeah, jokes <laughs> do get old. Um. And then, yeah, well, then, okay, the last thing on this movie, moving on a little bit, back to the movie, Devil's Candy, um, is the that they're going to have those bands' music is going to be in it, but the original score is going to be done by Sun or Sun O, however you want to say their name. I've seen it okay. said in multiple ways. And nice. honestly, I can kind of get behind that because I can see them, I can see that music being, I can see them making a score yeah. to a movie. So that's why, like, I, I think I'm, I'm going to want to check this one out. And I'm not huge on, like, a lot of new horror. 
I let a lot of it pass, and I'm sure it's going to catch up to me, and I'm going to realize I let some good ones go by. <laughs> but I think this one has enough that I'd want to check it out. Yeah. Well, it sounds pretty cool, man. Um, you know, depending on the selection of tracks from said bands. Okay, my only hope, my this is my hope, like... A lot of movies have shitty music in it, but it's not their, the main focus. It's not the main score. It's just shitty music they play at a certain point. And with them saying that the score is going to be done by someone totally different and they're just going to feature music on the soundtrack of those bands, they're probably going to have the songs peppered in from those bands into the movie, small bits, but it's not going to be like those bands are making up the entirety so even if they play like shit off the new Metallica album, like it's like whatever. Yeah. As long as the story's good, and as long as they don't. It, actually, I just kind of brought up another thing. This is gonna. I will have a big issue with if if they don't. How to say this? If if they don't have somebody who actually legit is into heavy metal and legit into like that stuff. Oh yeah. Part yeah. of writing the character. Yeah. Cause that can kill it. Like it could be a decent movie. Like it can make him even look quote unquote, look the part of being this fucking dude who's like totally into heavy metal and like whatever. But if they don't have somebody writing that part who gets it, it's going to come across totally fucking just fake. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. We're a long ways away from trick or treat, man. Yeah, it's not trick or treat. It's like black roses. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean those are uh, yesteryear's metal movies. But uh, speaking of metal, I wanted to ask you. Yeah. What are your favorite Iron Maiden albums? Because we listen to Maiden quite often, and I just was always curious, like. You know, keep it within reason because I mean we're not talking Blaze Bailey here, okay? I think uh, I think we both know what I'm going to be saying for this question. I do, but I mean our <laughs> listeners might not, though. You guys out in uh, digital land may not know. Um, I am 100% Diano era, so uh, and I kind of go back and forth between self-titled and Killers. Um. So I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say it's a tie. Like my favorite Maiden are the first two Maidens. Like I don't hate Dickinson era. I just feel it had a better feel, a better, more raw <clears throat> sound to it. And it, it was – if they could have at least given us like one more Dickinson – or one more Diano album, I'd be so happy right now. Yeah, me too. But I mean I, I, I get behind Dickinson, just not in the same way I get behind Diano. Yeah. You know, Diano – had a band after Maiden called Wrathchild, and they actually had subliminal messages in their songs. And a buddy of mine, Alan, also known as Black Metal Alan, posted on Facebook about a week ago that the coolest thing that he ever heard was a subliminal message in a Wrathchild song that said, I was in Maiden, remember? <laughs> and uh, So it's almost like Diano's trying to, like, Remind everybody that he made those two phenomenal records with Iron Maiden. Well, back when he did Wrathchild. How was Wrathchild? Oh, that was 80s. Okay, so yeah. Because, Maybe into the 90s also. Because Diano now, last picture I saw Diano, he almost looked like Fred Durst. Yeah, he was uh, 
definitely uh, had a different look about him. And I'm pretty sure I heard something about him. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure I heard something about him like taking like 30 grand from some like charity concert event, that festival that he threw or was doing. Oh, that's terrible. I don't yeah. like it. Like I said, don't quote me on that. I think, I think I heard it. Maybe not, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever Diano's up to these days does not take away from those first two Maiden records. Um, yes. For me, Killers is definitely up there. And I got to go with Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. I just thought it was an epic record, even though there were synthesizers in it. Even though it was their last bastion of good albums, <laughs> you know, I mean, because <laughs> you were telling me, yeah, you were telling me that uh, the dude who played the synths when they were on tour, he was hidden in a glacier, in a fucking glacier. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole stage set was like glaciers and like the ice age, and this guy was just playing synths for Iron Maiden, but he was hidden in a glacier. So, <laughs> either they were ashamed that they had synths in their music at that point, <laughs> or this dude just was like so ugly. Maybe he was. Maybe he had stage fright, or maybe they're like, yeah, you know, you. Yeah, you're, you're you're technically in Maiden, but you know you're not in Maiden. Get in this, get in this glacier. Just, yeah, just get inside. Yeah, I mean because the only uh, uh, tunes that had synthesizers were like the later albums, you know. So I'm thinking like either this guy just went and got beers for him while they were playing, and then did the synths on the songs that had synths, or they were ashamed that they had synthesizers in their music. Beer run. Beer run. We got beers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't um, know. I can't. <laughs> I don't see why they would hide him in a glacier. Well. I mean, I, unless unless it was almost like a, yeah, you just, we don't really want people to know. I think that's what it was. The only, because the only was other bad other, thing. The only other feasible thing would be that that dude was that, had that much stage fright. And that's the only other reasonable explanation. Either A, they really didn't want people to fully be aware, like see the synth player, or the dude had stage right. Well, I, I'm thinking, you know, when that album came out, Winger also came out. <laughs> and, you know, Winger had strong synths, and so did, like, you know, Falco. And, like, it was the 80s, man. So if you were in a metal band, synthesizers were bad. So they, they wanted to hide the fact, but yeah. Um, Seventh Son, great album. Uh, Killers, great album. I like all of them up to uh, Fear of the Dark. Then I kind of fall off. I don't really care for the Blaze Bailey stuff, but man, we jam Maiden quite a bit. We do, like, we do. I don't even know where I was going with that. It was just we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we just, we, we listen to Maiden a lot, so... There's that. I think it's it's one of those bands like we have like a lot of bands that really like that we can get behind together, but that's like one band that's like 100%. Me and you are both mm -hmm. really digging, especially the Diano stuff and the early Dickinson. Yes. Like we connect on that really well, you know, like the Peace of Mind and dude, Peace of Mind, Power Slave, Power Slave. You know the early Dickinson stuff. I'm the weirdo that got into the synthesizer stuff. Dude, what was it the other night? Like we listened to like everything up until 
Yeah. <laughs> we we almost soberly celebrated their entire catalog post Power Slave. God damn it, what's the song? You know what song I'm talking about with the goddamn video on the farm tractor and their Oh holy smoke. Tank. Holy First off, first off, <laughs> who the hell needs a song Holy Smoke? Yeah, Holy Smoke. They're on a farm with tractors. There's like day glow tank tops going on. Everybody's waving at the camera. Like, yeah, what is Dickinson's dancing on? in a prairie of dandelions. <laughs> and he's so serious about it. That is, that is honestly the, yeah, we're rich as shit. We actually don't care anymore. No. We can do what we want. This whole movies, guys. Let's go visit a farm. Yeah, it was definitely SOV. The video was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's really sad, too, because that was the first album with Janet Gers. That was uh, after Adrian left. And Adrian had been with them since Killers. And uh, that does not reflect well on how good of a guitar player Janet Gers is. Now, Fear of the Dark was a lot better than that. And the videos were a lot better than that. But lest we forget <laughs> the Holy Smoke video, it's embarrassing to all Maiden fans everywhere, I'm telling you. Oh, I don't know. This It's totally off topic, but it made me think of it because we're talking about Maiden, and I, I just caught a glimpse of it. Somebody mixed the cover art for Somewhere in Time with Eaten Back to Life from Cannibal oh, Corpse. goodness. I have not seen this. Do you? Look, it's fucking phenomenal. I'm going to check it out. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's instead of like Eddie standing there in the street, they kind of mixed. It's like it's still like Eddie's pose, but they mixed it with fucking the dude on the cover of uh, Eat Back to Life coming out like ripping his chest off. It, they like blended it. Do they still have the maiden dude standing in the street? I didn't see the full thing. I, I think so, though, but it's fucking phenomenal. They, <laughs> they actually they had a name for it. and I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Eating, I think it was like eating back to somewhere in time. <laughs> Something yeah. Like that. Wow. Well, I'll I'll be checking that out. I'm gonna see if I can't get like an oil painting of that or something because that sounds pretty amazing. Commission it. Sure. <laughs> Tim 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 will be happy to commission that. Yeah, Tim from Acid Witch and Shitfucker. If you're listening, I'm interested. <laughs> um, we're drinking hams. Yeah, every uh, I'm, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say every episode is gonna be brought to you by hams because that's what we're drinking. Uh, all the time. Yeah, if we have a sponsor, it's hams. They'll never sponsor anything we do. No, they won't. <laughs> but you know what? If you will it, it is no dream. And uh, <laughs> hams, cheers. But uh, Dude, So uh, what else have you been watching? Have you watched anything else? Uh, well, when you came over today, I was watching 976 Evil. <laughs> yes. Uh, pretty cool movie, I guess. Um. I think I caught the sequel of that more than the original. It's been like forever since I saw the original. Yeah, the original was a cool concept, and a lot of people don't, maybe they do, I don't know, realize that Robert England, that was his brainchild. You know, the, he thought of the whole script and produced it, directed it, the whole the whole nine yards. So that's that's kind of cool, you know, a little hidden fact. I dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. Sequel. Sequel is what it is. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's the sequel to 976 Evil. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, yeah, there's this 976 Evil, and there's a sequel to 976 Evil. Yeah. The sequel is the equivalent of the opening band from Maiden. Um, <laughs> you can dance around on stage, but we all know what we're here to see. <laughs> um, 
So do you have any favorite kill scenes off the top of your head from really awesome old school movies? Son like, of a bitch. Um, I mean, just one that pops off my head just because it kind of it's, it's so aggressive. And it's, it's from a common movie. Like, I guarantee everybody's fucking seen this. The goddamn handstand kill on Friday 13th Part 3. Killer. That is one of my favorite, just because of how it's so violently done. Yes. Like, it, it's, it's going to be one of my favorites. Absolutely. <laughs> one of my favorites. That's a good one. That's a good one. And it's pretty innovative for, you know, the 80s. Like, you didn't see that. Oh, well, yeah. It was like, what? 82. 3D, 3D technology. And... Yeah. But still, I mean, it was, you know, a lot of blood and... uh Split the dude almost completely in half. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty cool. Just, I always uh just trying to impress his girl. Fucking, she's in the shower trying to get the fuck out. Yeah, she never got that beer. No, she never got that beer. Um, one that sticks out for me, kill scenes, um, the burning, the raft scene, and I guarantee everyone that listens to this has probably seen the burning. You know, but the raft scene is just classic. It's just great. And Tom Savini is a magician when well, it comes to like old school like special effects, and that he just highlighted like so much in that scene. He, well, he pretty much did what he said in what is it in um, Crystal Lake Memories. Mm-hmm. He talks about his approach to special effects and how to make him real, and basically what he says in that interview is what he exactly verbatim what he did in the burning where it's you know it's a rubber knife axe whatever but the way to get people off of thinking it is is to have a scene in between where you use a real knife axe and it's hitting something or cutting into something because then that just tricks your mind into thinking it's fucking real yeah and he does that if you really watch that draft scene there's so many scenes where it just the shears go into the wood like into the fucking woods using real shears and right. then it cuts to another scene where it's fake but they do that enough times where it pieces it all together it's, almost before every kill he whacks the boat yeah yeah hits the fucking raft almost every time yeah killer absolutely killer kill scene um and another one that i wanted to mention was maniac the shotgun scene yes 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 and I, I wish that me and you were our age in 1980 and we could have seen that in the movie theater just right. to see people's reaction. A lot of mad mothers. Well, well I've never. Yeah. Walking out. Yeah, the picket I think, lines. I, don't, I really don't think, like, mothers would be going to see Maniac, but I'd like to have those guys support that guy, whatever, till the death. Um, yeah, Hack-A-Lantern, uh, also known as Halloween Night, they're getting ready to do the 30th anniversary limited edition slipcase. And um, the uh, nothing's been announced yet. It's going to be up for pre-order soon, and they're going to give more, like, all the specs on it and what's going to be included. But knowing Lewis, knowing Massacre, it, it's going to be filled with some pretty good shit. Um, he's, he, he always kind of goes above and beyond to make sure that you know what he's releasing is quality and it's worth picking up. So uh, definitely keep an eye on. If you don't follow him on Facebook or Instagram, look for Massacre Video and follow and keep an eye on all the updates for that because that's that's definitely one you're going to want to pick up. I actually missed out and light on cash at the moment, 
But uh, yeah, I'll definitely pick up that DVD. Or I don't even know if it's gonna be Blu-ray. I don't know if they're gonna do a restoration on it. Uh, but they're also going to be releasing um, Phantom Killer. They're gonna be releasing all. I think there's four. Four Phantom Killers are going to be releasing all of them. They're going to have new masters. They're going to have all new extras from the last releases. Um, and it's looking for like an April release date for that. Um, so, yeah, definitely keep an eye on that as well. That's going to be one that's uh, definitely going to be worth picking up. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, shit, the stuff they still have in their store for available, at least on, I don't know, DVD-wise here, but uh, I know... Um, my Red Guts, I think, is still available on VHS. Tell Me Golf Flesh is still available on VHS. Uh, Nurse Jill, I want to say, is still available. And, uh, I mean, they still got a bunch of really stout releases at, on their store that, that are still available. I mean, they're, they're DVDs, they're standard edition DVDs. I don't think for any of those are sold out. But, I mean, if you're a VHS collector, they'll sell it a little bit quicker than their uh, DVDs do. And the DVDs have the awesome special features, too. Oh, yeah. As Lewis told me. <laughs> what was it? What so was long ago. Spine? Yeah, I bought the VHS and he insisted that I buy the DVD because it had the special features and extra footage on it. Well, yeah, there's only so much you can really put on a VHS. Like, uh, all the extras are going to be DVDs. That's kind of where those are at. That's, yeah. that's, that's what those are for. Like, fuck video quality. I buy yeah. it for the extras. Yeah. I want that commentary. Yeah, it's something about that clamshell I just really <laughs> wanted, you know. <laughs> but, uh, okay, shout out to some friends. Shouting out to friends. Friends and supporters of everything we do. Yes. And we support them in all their endeavors. Yes, especially Dave. Teflon Dave. Teflon Dave. When you hear this, which I know you will, <laughs> two things. Three things. One, I love you, dude. Two, thanks for the baseball cards. They haven't res- they haven't come here yet, but I, I'm pretty sure you're sending them to me. Thank you very much. And three, thank you for keeping me up last night with your group text. God damn it. <laughs> Between Dave and Jimmy, I'm having to work in the morning. You had to work in the morning. Like We're both sleeping. And they don't text each other, just text each other. They decided to text each other through a group text thread that ended like a week ago. Yeah. And we just got like assaulted with texts at like one in the morning. Yes. I felt like I was being left out of something. <laughs> I wanted to be like the old man and just grab my phone and be like, some of us are trying to sleep here. Yeah. But then when I woke up this morning and read the text, nothing but love. Oh, yeah. Love those guys. Jimmy Brandt. Compton ass Jimbo, love him too. Solid dude. Um, and uh, those two guys, are we are we going to Horror Hound this year? Uh, that is that's the plan. Okay. Yeah, because I'd like to go. Yeah, that is definitely the plan. And I know Cinema Wasteland is going to be a go. Yes. Yeah, and that's April seventh, by the way, not April first. Yeah, I always it's it's always around the beginning of April. That's how I remember it. I thought it'd be cool if it was on April Fool's Day, just because you know. But yeah, we'll definitely hit that. Um, let's see. 
Do you have any favorite Fulci films? I honestly, I'd have to go with uh, New York Rippers up there. It is very high in my list. Yeah, I, but I'm like I, I, I love gore and I love sleaze. It has both, and it it fucking does. It's just slathered in both. I like ducks, and it's got that. You like ducks? I like ducks. It's got the quack. I like it. I never seen a blue duck. So I I, I like I, to see what the duck blue. <laughs> Billy passed the first grade. Oh, what a beautiful day! Yes, but um, yeah, dude, uh, New York River for me—that's that's—I would put that as my top, or at least up there. Yeah. Okay, Fulci or Argento, because this comes up quite often. Oh, Fulci or Argento? Shit. Yeah, Fulci. Fulci. Sorry. Uh, about actually, eight, nine, ten, eleven hams deep, whatever. Somewhere. Uh, no, no. What do you? What's your? What's your view on that? No, oh, I'm definitely Fulci. But lately, thanks to Jimmy, I have an extensive Argento collection that I've been dipping into, and he definitely has some standout films that just are awesome. Awesome. I still say Fulci, though. See, uh... I don't know. It's, it's, for me, it's, it's kind of a, a mood thing. Like, what am I in the mood, mood for? Like I love Argento, obviously, but I don't know. I'm just fuck it. Just to be just to be away from you, have your thing. You could have Fulci. I'll say Argento. Oh, well, we're gonna do it that way. We're gonna split it. Okay. Do you have a favorite Argento film? Uh, I think we've talked about this before, and I always said I never wanted. To, I did. I never wanted to say Suspiria. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just because Suspiria is like everybody's favorite Argento film. Right. Um. Shit, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna say since I just watched it not too long ago, Four Flies and Gray Velvet. Okay. I can dig that. Tenebrae. Yes, actually, I switched my answer. I'm stealing your answer. That's one's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yes. It's very Jallo, super slasher, just Italian sleaze, good stuff. Yeah, Tenebrae. The uncut one. Yeah. I sat through Unsane, and then I watched Tenebrae after. No comparison. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. America sucks. They hack their movies to shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, do you have, uh, what else do you got for us? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think the only thing on my list, like, I did that, and we did that. You watched Hellraiser. The only, yeah, the only thing I got left are the two movies that I've watched lately, which I guess I'll start with the horror, the, the more horror one. Uh, yeah, I, just, I I have a tendency of putting on movies before I go to sleep, so I always put on shit I've seen mm-hmm. just because I know I'm gonna fall asleep. And mm-hmm. this one I actually sat through again, which was just Hellraiser. Which um, first off, I don't remember because it's been a while. I don't remember the the scene where Frank comes back out of the floorboards. Yes, like fucking. That scene, that sh- that that should just be the poster child for practical effects. Like if if you're wondering, do practical effects or CGI? Just watch that fucking scene, because it's hands down like practical effects. Like the shit they do with Frank coming back to like this spine going back into his like uh, the brain, which I don't even remember that that part of it. Mm. 
it, it's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal work. But that whole movie is just phenomenal practical effects work, and still has a very like just eerie, dark quality to it. It's, yeah, it's just still holds up. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Hellbound, yep. the scene with the with the guy with the uh, straight razor. Fuck yeah, dude. In the mattress. Again, they can CGI. Shit on him. Yeah, no. Eat shit because those effects are awesome. You know what I mean? And then when he fucking duster starts cutting himself and she pops out of the mattress. Yes. Like, like yeah, like you can't beat it. No, it's timeless. Um, and then the like the last one I watched, I think I actually watched this not too long before came over, was the massacre release of Black Mold, which is uh, it's the shitfuckers music video for Sex Dungeon, has Acid Witch's music video for uh, Party Time by Forty Five Grave, it has a Midnight music video, and I can't remember the name of the song, and then it has uh, the short film Black Mold. Buy shit fucker. Fucking phenomenal. I mean, besides the fact we're friends with basically the shit fucker S Witch guys, uh, that's fucking, that's top. I dig it. Like, the the whole black mold, like, short is, it's very, like, SOV. Um, just very fucking trippy in scenes. It reminds me of, uh, like, German SOV films, like, kind of the way they do the, uh, the narration, which is like the inner monologue of the main character, is it's really, it's fucking cool. I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen it. You really need to check it out. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll just bring it over one day. Yeah, I'll let you guys know what I think of it. I mean, it sounds phenomenal. So, I mean, I mean, even if you don't like the short, I mean, there's three awesome fucking music videos. Yeah, and you said the shit fucker video, uh, Sex Dungeon. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And I dug it. It was awesome. That and basically is like almost like a prelude to Black Mold. Because okay. in the shitfucker video, Dick goes into some shady fucking bar and gets fucking taken and then his head chopped off and put in acid and shit. And then when Black Mold starts off, Tim's walking into that bar looking for Dick. So it's pretty much like what happened in the Sex Dungeon video is like early on and then like it like preludes what happens like in black mold where it's like well what the fuck happened to dick now tim's going out looking for dick mm. so it's like it leads into it and i still want to know what acid king lives means <laughs> if anyone can answer that for me i mean what the hell does that mean the band's phenomenal i listen to an acid king all the time but apparently they live so Maybe they like Essex King too, Steve. I mean, maybe they do. I mean, I would hope so, but I don't know. Is that like an acid trip that we don't know about or something? Um, but no, the video is awesome. It's killer. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, favorite slasher movies? And this is a big one for me because, you know, if it wasn't for Slasher Dave... I would be Slasher Steve. <laughs> That's how much I like Slashers, but I respect Slasher Dave. Phenomenal. Dude, I don't... I don't know. I hate this question because there's, like, so many of them that I, I dig. Like, I'm, like, one of those people who don't have, like, this is my standalone favorite. Like, I kind of like a lot of things, like, equally, and it almost... It's not even, like, like, a lot of things equally. I, like, it depends on the style and the mood I'm in for. Okay. 
so it's like hard for me to actually give a, a straightforward this is my fucking favorite of that I don't know like fuck I don't know what's yours my favorite slasher movies if I was to have like a handful of the best would be definitely the prowler yeah I mean no doubt the burning okay Maniac, uh-huh. Sleepaway Camp, and I'd have to say probably House by the Cemetery. I mean, the kills are fucking amazing, and almost anything that Tom Savini touched in the 80s that was slasher-esque is just great, you know? Yeah, if, if he, yeah. I mean... I, seriously, I mean, I, you know, even uh, Friday the 13th, the original, standalone without sequels, just the first movie, phenomenal. It's just a great slasher movie, you know? But like yeah. you said, it's... Are you in the mood for a backwoods slasher, a camp slasher, a city slasher? College. Yeah, college. I mean... that's that, that That's where... I always get divided on because it's like, ask me one day and I'm going to say this because I'm in the mood for like the whole campsite, like at a campground or at a fucking summer camp. Ask me another day. It's like, yeah, well, I'm in the mood for like more of like the co-ed college fucking type, like dorm drips blood, shit like that. Like, Yeah, right on. I, I like them all and it kind of just depends on what what style I'm in the mood for. And then I'm in more in the, more in the mood for ones that are more just like subtle, or I'm in more where they're just like super fucking brutal. Yeah, it's just like tits, ass, and blood. Yeah, well, those are the ones I like, but I like the gore. Yeah, it's it's all about the gore for me. Like if the kills are just outlandish, it's the best, you know. It, <laughs> and that's uh, that's Tom Savini all day. So, well, that's why he uh, when he he only came back to do what. Friday Thirteenth Four because he seriously thought it was going to be the end. Yeah, he was going to be killing it off. <laughs> he was the one that was supposed to kill Jason. Yeah, that's why he didn't come back for two because he didn't really. He, there was no reason for a fucking part two. And because he got an offer for the burning. Okay, yeah. He had to choose between Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, which he didn't think made sense. Well, there's no like going by the original story. There was no. There's nothing. There's no storyline for a part two of right. the original story. Yeah. So, I mean, he did the burning, and I'm thank you, Tom <laughs> Savini, for doing the burning. And he was the one that was supposed to kill Jason, too. And uh, he did, kind of. Well, yeah, you know, and then till the next movie. Yeah, till the next movie. But the cool thing about the final chapter, which is my favorite Friday the 13th, is yeah, that I mean, Joseph Zito... The director Prowler. of the Prowler, yeah, did that one. Well, that's like though. What is it? Halloween was it H two O? When um, what's her name did it? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis did it. She wanted the straight kill him, which is why she chopped his head off at the end. And then, according to her, she didn't realize that in the contract there's like a no kill clause, like you cannot actually kill him. 
which is the only reason she agreed to do it because she thought she could just kill him and put like the whole franchise to rest. I wish she would have. At that point, yeah. At that point, fucking yes. Because resurrection is awful. Yes, it is. Terrible. Bad. So, uh, what? Uh, wait, we're, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a second. You said you had a, a few bands that you wanted to fucking like recommend. Yeah. Well, I would uh, recommend uh, definitely listen to Newth Grush. Uh, also meth drinker and moss listen to those bands they're very heavy and yeah that's what I listen to every day and there's like hundreds of other ones too but I can't think of them right now because hams but (laughs) definitely those three if you get a chance check them out uh, they've been around for a while too, so it's not like they're Johnny Come Latelys. They yeah. put out some albums. Oh yeah, yeah, and their longevity is pretty good too, as far as I know. But I did hear that Meth Drinker broke up, which really sucks because I really wanted to see those guys. But uh, yeah, and Acid King lives. There you go, dude. Meth Drinker on a bill with uh. Fister and Primitive Man. I wouldn't even go. <laughs> Dude, just stay home and live. I would give you Instead the go last. Home and being depressed. The last of the money that I had to go and come back and tell me how that show went because I don't know if I could sit through that. That would be too much for me. <laughs> it would just crush my balls. <laughs> Uh, and I did hear that Bong Ripper and uh, Primitive Man are doing some shows. That's overseas, though, right? Yeah, it's overseas, though, which really sucks. Because that would be phenomenal. But if if you haven't gathered, I'm more on the Doom side, Sludge side of things. Thrash. Jared's more on the punk and grind. It, uh, grind, like noise punk, Crash or Crust. If it's if it's in the punk genre and super noisy or chaotic, I, I probably dig it. Or anything that resembles discharge, <laughs> I probably really like it. Or unholy grave. Oh yeah, if it's fucking grind and it's raw fucking grind, I'm all about it. I'm not talking like super polished recording in a fucking studio and everything's like crisp and clean and I don't know. No, I don't, I'm not into that. It's got to be like raw. And that's I I think why I super like really like an Holy Grave. A lot of their shits just recorded at their practice spot in a four track. Like yeah, it's raw as fuck. Absolutely killer. I love it. Never gonna never gonna not love it. So I mean yeah, that's that. Yeah. Oh, we did have a message, but it's 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 been way too long since I've seen this movie, so I can't. I'm not even on page to talk about it unless you are. Uh, Jason, which is uh, Animal Man Lives on Instagram. Okay. My true mate. Yeah. Wants us to talk about uh, Dead and Buried. Dead and Buried? I It's been way too long since I've seen that fucking movie. I can't tell you the last time i seen Dead and Buried. So I am in no way going to talk about that yet. But I'll tell you this, Jason. Uh, next time, two weeks from now, we're going to do this every two weeks. It's a it's a date. We're gonna watch that every movie. two weeks. So uh, next uh, next time we do this, two weeks from now we'll talk about that movie. 
You own it, right? Yes. Okay, because yes. I don't. I have it. Okay. I just it's been way too fucking long since I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, same here. I'm in no boat to talk about it. I'll make myself sound dumber than I probably already have. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all, man. It's so, hams. It works every time. <laughs> right. So yeah, we'll talk about that next next round of uh next round of things. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to touch on? No, I just wanted my friends that oh. hear this to let us know if there's anything they want us to touch base on as far as topics. And um, what are you drinking? What are you doing? Who are you hanging with? Yeah, maybe next time we'll do like more research on things too. Yeah. For what we want to talk about. Yeah. Because it was such a thrown together, like, hodgepodge, like, we should probably just do this. And it was done, like, honestly, 15 minutes before we started Yeah, literally. This. Literally. Just to let everyone know, uh, this is totally new to me. And uh, I, I jotted down some notes. But I do still want you to listen to Noothgrush, Meth Drinker, and Moss. All right, I'm just going to come up with three bands. You got three bands, and I need to come up with three bands because I didn't know we were doing the whole recommended listening to. I'm going to throw out three bands. Okay. It's because fuck this. I'm throwing out three bands. Well, throw them out. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go a little bit local. Everybody needs to check out Sakuzu. Yes. From Detroit. Um, S-E-K-K-E-S-U. U-S-U. U-S-U. It's basically sex in Japanese. I'm drunk. It's, it's S-E-K-K-U-S-U, but check those fuckers out. Uh, blow your mind. They're yeah. amazing. Um, the bass player is super fucking awesome. Yes, Jared's, Jared kills it. Jared awesome. kills it. Yeah. Um, who else? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just keep this whole thing local. Should I keep the whole thing local? Might as well can't dance. <laughs> Might as well can't dance. Uh, God damn it. Um, Final Salt. Check out Final Salt. I mean, they they they've been around a little bit, and they're fucking pissed. And then I'm just gonna say this because they've made their goddamn triumphant return. You need the you need to start checking them out again, or check them out if you haven't because you've been sleeping. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Dan, Lieutenant Dan, yes, kings of fucking mints, Detroit fucking mints. Like, there's nothing better. Yes, like you need to fucking get on that. Like, they, they have they've. They've been back, what, two months, and they've already got recordings for, I think they already had the recordings for the split with Violent Gorge from Canada. They just recorded for the split with Agathocles from Belgium. Um, They're splitting with Girth, which is another Michigan grind band you desperately need to check out. And who knows? They probably got more splits fucking coming out that I don't know. It's... Lieutenant fucking Dan. Yes, definitely need to check them out. Yeah, also check out Shit Life. We we mentioned them earlier. Oh yeah, Shit Life, dude. They fucking just released fucking Grave Shitter. Yeah, we you mentioned that earlier, but yeah. you know they have some older stuff too, and uh, all their stuff is good. It's all good. All good. All of it. Two piece grind that fucking is more pissed than a five piece fucking band. Yeah, it'll tear your face straight off. Yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah. Dude, I think we're almost at the end, unless there's something else. No, I think that's about it. What I think we, it's time to drink some beers and hang this up, man. What are we, what are we doing? What are we doing tonight? What are we doing? Music? Yeah. We're going to sit down some beers and listen to music? We're just going to listen to music. Probably Maiden or something. I don't know. Finish watching Pieces? We, yeah, we're watching Pieces right now <laughs> in the mute? background. <laughs> pieces on mute? Pieces on mute. 
maybe smoke a bong or something. I don't know. I don't know, but that's it, man. Uh, inaugural episode. Anybody who actually is listening, thanks for listening. Thank you. And uh, keep drinking, man. Yep, drink on.